Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can also listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook and Truth Social. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. So bye now. I think it's pretty clear to most of us that Joe Biden's administration has a, uh, a plan to, well, frankly, to screw us all with this student loan forgiveness plan. It's an insult to American workers and, and nothing more than a naked attempt to buy votes. But it's also grossly unfair to people who have never taken out loans or, for that matter, people who paid them off. Joining us now to talk about this latest administration insult is Grover Norquist. He is founder and president of Americans for Tax Reform, an organization that opposes all tax increases. He should talk to the folks at the Wichita City Council and the Cedric County Commission. Grover, thank you for joining us this evening. It's nice to have you back on the show again, my friend. Delighted to be with you. And I don't know who said it, but... When when uh, you steal money from Peter to give to Paul, you can count on the vote of Paul. Yeah. Um, the uh, somebody must, many people have probably said that, but uh, it, it is the way government operates. But I want to suggest the people being paid off are not the students. That's not the votes that are being bought. The votes that are being bought are the seven hundred thousand university professors, uh, because and the uh, roughly that much and more uh, bureaucrats. Uh, in our higher education uh, system. They're the ones who, if you look at a chart of uh, the cost of uh, pharmaceuticals, has been going up, oh, maybe 2% a year. And the cost of education is going through the roof. And the cost of university education right, yeah. is going through the roof. And hospitals, everything the government subsidizes is going through the roof in terms of cost. The things the government's penalizing smash those evil drug <laughs> lords who, who make aspirin. <laughs> Those prices are just sort of bopping along 2%. I mean, 2% is, is real until Obama, uh, Biden came up with 8% inflation. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and I just, what gets me here is forcing, forcing those 
who've already paid back their student loans and those who've never had any in the first place to pay off the debt. I mean, asking a plumber in, you know, Oshkosh mm-hmm. to pay off somebody's, you know, literary degree in, in Los Angeles is just so patently unfair. It's really reverse class warfare, isn't it? Well, it is. I mean, this is the French Revolution happened because yeah. the system was set up to steal the profits, the excess uh, profits, the the um, the work of peasants and give it to the aristocracy and the clergy. Um, and what the government is doing here is taxing uh, workers in America. And when you tax companies, you're taxing workers about right. 70 percent of the corporate income taxes paid by workers in lower wages. Uh, we know that because the Republicans cut the tax on corporate income. Wages went up 8. 6.8%, 6.8% in um, uh, one year. And that, of course, is more than all eight years of Obama put together. So cutting the corporate income tax raises wages in a sustainable, reproducible way year after year. Raising the corporate income tax does the same thing in reverse. It reduces people's wages and and compensation uh, packages. So they're transferring money from average earners into highly paid university professors and university staff. If you wanted a wanted poster with a picture on it, uh, it would would be Elizabeth Warren, who's $400,000 a year gig at Harvard to teach one course, 400,000. I mean, Harvard only operates like eight months out of the right, year right. Uh, and they only have classes periodically uh, and they have long vacations. And you have $400,000, that's all somebody's student debt. Some collection of Americans are carrying the $400,000 every year that Elizabeth Warren walked away with because the system allows professors to do that. We've got to cut off these subsidies. You subsidize things, it gets really expensive. Well, and aside from being categorically unfair, this plan is going to cost a fortune. I've seen some numbers up to a trillion dollars, according to nonpartisan economists. How do they plan to pay for that? Well, the answer is obviously they're going to raise taxes. Uh, At some point, they will raise taxes. They may inflate the currency for a while. That'll get you something. Uh, but then at the end of the day, you do have to raise taxes uh, in order to uh, make this work. And it is a huge, huge problem. I, mean, I don't know whether they mentioned the Democrat, supposed moderate something right, yeah. uh, from West Virginia. You know, he goes, well, I agree. I got their big spending bill down to $300 billion, which is a lot of money to most people. And aren't I a hero? And then as soon as that got announced, he said, well, there's another $350 billion on top of that, that we're also going to add in that we didn't tell anybody about. Um, and now we add somewhere between $500 billion or a trillion dollars in this debt. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Manchin's been had. Right. He could have put in protections. Or, and, and the lady from Arizona, she's been had. They could have said, you know, we're not promised not to do this. And they could have said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to uh, do the reforms on uh, pipeline you know, permitting and highway permitting that Manchin said he wanted, but all he got was a promise that we'll think about it. Right, exactly. And and the whole thing is so divisive. It's pitting one class of Americans versus the other. We're, we're talking with Grover Norquist, founder and president of Americans for Tax Reform. Speaking of uh, divisive, uh, Grover, I want to get 
your take on Joe Biden's red hate speech that he gave last week, the president, you know, who campaigned on a pledge of unity and promised to represent all Americans and then turned around last week and condemned 74 million of us as extremists and domestic terrorists and a threat to democracy. I, I mean, it was just it was so garish to see him there in front of dark red lights and black lighting and Marines in the background and basically calling the people who didn't vote for him terrorists. Yeah, it, it looks like Mussolini. I mean, it really smelled like yes. Mussolini's yes. speech. Um, and and the, it was set up to look like something out of Nuremberg with the lights and so on. Uh, you know, who did they have <laughs> laying that out? That the film, the, the film star from Germany who did Hitler's <laughs> stuff. Uh, very impressive. You know, I, I love the red and the black. You know, this has been done before. Um, what, what in the world did they think they were doing other than no, – okay, what's the alternative? Uh, let's have a speech about my inflation. Let's have a speech about my collapsing percentage of the people in America working compared right. to people between the ages of you know, 25 and 55. Unemployment's down because a lot of people have quit looking. They've decided to sit on welfare. They've decided to not work. And, and if you're not looking, you don't count as unemployed. Okay. Now, you could be 25 years old, not working, getting a little welfare and sitting in the couch in the basement, but you're not unemployed unless you're looking. So now you might go, actually, I think I'd rather have more people looking <laughs> than right. more people. I'm not looking. I'm happy in my welfare hammock. Uh, so what, what uh, Biden would talk about, hey, you know, I looked weak enough that the Russians invaded Ukraine. How about that for a starter? And why did I do that? Oh, because I screwed up Afghanistan. But what, you know, it's one of those things, you know, we say, why did he talk about this? Well, because he wasn't allowed to talk about it. Ukraine, Afghanistan, inflation, employment numbers, tax increases. Oh, and the fact that he lied his way into office by promising never to raise taxes on anyone or less than $400,000 a year. And he clearly did that over and over again on his tax policy. He taxed added taxes on coal, added taxes on natural gas, on gasoline, um, as well as taxes on people's 401ks and IRAs. Right. Well, I, I just the whole thing is just shocking to me. You've you've been active in national politics for decades. Uh, have you ever seen a, a presidential speech as nasty as that one? As, I mean, so so specifically targeting the opposition party, especially going into midterms. I mean, can, does is that anywhere akin to a, a message that can win them control of the Senate or, or you know, take back to try and keep the control of the House? I don't see that as a winning message for them. Uh, worked for Truman uh, and FDR did it regularly. We haven't seen it since the days of class warfare back then. Um when everybody with a job was supposed to hate, you know, I don't know, I forget who you're supposed to hate. Now it, 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 they were trying to get, you know, working people to hate what non-working people like dentists or non-working. I, uh, yeah. I didn't, anyway, that, they tried to make that work back then. It's now kind of a joke. It's they're, they're people who have real jobs in the private sector who end up paying people in the public sector. Federal government employees make about 80 percent more than the same person in the same kind of job in the private sector. If you look at the pension and the pay and the days, days work. actually it doesn't even count the fact that they work fewer days. Uh, but the pension is the big explosion thing for teachers unions, government employees at the state, federal and local level. Uh, all government spending is at the end of the day a transfer 
of taxes on lower income people to pay higher income government workers. Your, your organization, Americans for Tax Reform, has been a watchdog organization for decades. Um, I, since you are the expert on this, before I let you go, I have to ask you about the you know, quote-unquote Inflation Reduction Act. You know, the media and the administration and Democrats will, are going around saying it's not a tax increase. For the record, it, that's a lie. I mean, I, I'm just making sure because you know, if you talk to – we have Sharice Davids – uh, the only Democrat in our congressional delegation who is trying to run on a record saying she didn't raise taxes, that's bunk, right? I mean, that is a tax increase. It's a complete lie. Of course, it's a massive tax increase. It, it's scored that way by the CBO, by the Congress, by the Democrats themselves. Um, I, you know, I, I think they try and make it sound like, well, you know, every dollar we steal, we spend. So <laughs> that's kind of neutral. <laughs> no, it means you tax, you raise taxes and raise spending. Uh, and there have been efforts by the Democrats to argue, pay no attention to how much we spend, pay attention only to the deficit. Well, the deficit is the uninteresting and unimportant number that's the difference between two very important industry numbers. How much do you take in taxes and how much do you spend? Those numbers are important. The fact that they're not exactly the same, that's not the point. Right. <laughs> it's that they're big numbers. That's the point. Um, I'd much rather have a huge deficit and a teeny budget than a teeny deficit and a huge budget. Yeah, I mean, it's just the whole thing is so cattywampus. And for them to be going around claiming that this isn't a tax increase, but, but you know, it's it's campaign season and they're trying to preserve their majorities. I just hope that voters are smart enough not to fall for it. Um, Grover, I follow you on Twitter. I encourage my listeners to do that. You're at Grover Norquist on Twitter. And if they want more information on Americans for Tax Reform, it's ATR.org, correct? ATR.org is, in fact, um, our website, and you can uh, text us at uh, pledge 50446, and we'll send you uh, not no fundraisers, just periodic notes on what's happening in Washington. Uh, text the word pledge 50446. Grover, I appreciate you. It's always a pleasure having you on the show, my friend. Thank you for joining us this evening. Carry on the fight, brother. We'll get there. Lots to do. We'll be taking your calls at 745. A quick programming note, coming up next week, we've got some great guests, including former Senator Phil Graham will be with us, and Peter Navarro, who uh, spent the entire four years of the Trump administration as part of the Trump team. So want to make sure you tune in next Sunday. In the meantime, we'll take a quick break, and afterwards we'll talk with Wichita City Councilman Brian Fry about the mayor's misguided attempts to decriminalize marijuana. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 